The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to transform your life. Welcome to Direct Connect Empowerment with your host, Fee Mazanki. Our program will explore the concepts and ideas behind Direct Connect Coaching by introducing guests who are using or are aligned with this program and have used the ideas to transform their lives. It is our sincere hope that you can use this inspiration to do the same. Now, here is Fee Mazanke. Welcome and good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. I'm Fee Mazanke, and thanks so much for listening. Before we get started with our great topic today, I have a quick boomerang story and for those of you to bring you up to speed if you haven't uh, been with us before on the show we are creating a boomerang movement and the boomerang movement is really simple it's basically what you throw out is what you get back and so we are encouraging our listening audience to throw out boomerangs of exactly what they want service dedication success whatever that looks like in your world. And about a week and a half ago, I was at brunch with a loyal listener and she mentioned to me that she was that she used the boomerang effect concept in a staff meeting for delivering exceptional health care to the patients that she works with. She's a manager for several doctor's offices and really has the patients as her top priority as the manager. So she's spreading the word to her team about throwing out a boomerang of extraordinary care and service to her patients who visit the office so that those patients can actually feel that care when they are in that doctor's office. So great job. Thank you so much for sharing that really wonderful story. And I can tell you that the boomerang movement is taking hold so that people are consciously choosing to treat others with love, care, and respect. So let's keep that boomerang movement going strong and continue to serve others with joy and kindness. And be sure to email me uh, all of your boomerang stories. Now, today, our topic is a generous heart and leading from a generous heart. And I am joined today by the president and CEO of Vector East, Mr. Al DeLeonardo, and he's also a very good friend. So, Al, thanks for joining us today. I'm great. And I I have to first say, Al, first and foremost, our first order of business today is a very, very happy birthday to you tomorrow. I know it's tomorrow, not today, but you won't be in the office, and I certainly uh, know that you get far too many calls to accept mine tomorrow. So uh, I, I just wanted to you know, send you, birthday wishes out to you to have a great day tomorrow. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Al is uh, the president and CEO of Vector East, and he has 36 years, and gosh, Al, you must have started when you were five, uh, (laughs) of passionate service with Vector. Uh, Vector is the marketing arm of Cutco Cutlery, the world's finest cutlery. If you don't have 
the great Cutco Cutlery products in your home. Find a way to get them. They are tremendous. And Al has uh, a host of accomplishments over the, his, the years, his 36 years in the business. And far too, we could take the entire hour just to list those. But uh, one of the highlights as a 12-year region manager, an unprecedented six national championships. So tremendous, tremendous job. And I've known Al uh, since about 1988, and I have to tell you the truth, our relationship at first was distant and filled with assumptions at best. Al was the sales manager out in the northeast region of the company that boasted the highest sales, and I was part of a region, the region headquarters in the Chicago area that was vying for that top position in sales as a region. So, at that time, Al was the enemy, and he was our greatest competition. And we used to speak at meetings in the boardroom about how we were going to take him down. And so he was. He, that's kind of how our relationship started. Al, you know, he, conversely, Al thought I was stuck up and a, an aloof young female among my male counterparts who had no compassion for anyone other than those in the Midwestern Territory. And I just want to share that with you because we really, truly laugh about this today because our lives have brought us together to shatter all assumptions and to know the truth about what we both stand for. We've become very dear friends, sharing our hearts with one another and supporting each other through the ups and downs. So it's definitely taken, we've, we've shattered those assumptions so that our friendship could take, uh, take itself to, to new levels. And Al is one of the most generous people I've ever encountered. Um, he would give you the shirt off his back if he could. I know his generosity comes from his humble beginnings growing up in the Philadelphia area with not much in terms of material possessions. And since his early days in Philadelphia, Al has worked hard to become a successful president and CEO, touching the lives of thousands as he inspires many people to greatness. His characteristic of being such a generous soul is the asset he brings to his work as president and CEO in Vector Marketing. And I've asked Al to share with you all today uh, the story of about leading from a generous heart. So Al, if you would tell the listeners the road that you took to get yourself here as president. Sure, Faye. Uh, first of all, I, I do want to say, Fee, thank you uh, for inviting me to be on your show. Um, you really are a dear friend, and you really have helped me so many times in my, in my life. Often uh, with my children, I say, Fee said, and then I repeat something you said uh, to try to impact them. So you've really been a, a dear friend, and, and your uh, insight into things is tremendous. So thank you very much. Thank you. Um, I, I started in the company uh, in 1978. Uh, this is my 36th year with the company. Uh, one of my buddies was selling Cutco at Temple University, and I started selling Cutco in college. I was a very, uh, at that time in my life, I was a very young, insecure college student, and um, I was going to be an accountant at the time. And I, I started selling Cutco my summer of my junior year into my senior year, and I realized I loved uh, what I was doing. So I became a, a young district manager. I saw the district manager opportunity as an important way out of the neighborhood. You know, we were very poor and on uh, government cheese and 
food stamps, and I, I tell stories. I had holes in my pants when holes, it wasn't cool to have holes in your pants. So yeah. I, I realized what the district manager opportunity did for me. And I, when I think about my 36 years in the business, for me, the greatest growth period I had is when I ran a office. And I ran an office eight years as a district manager and four years as as a division manager. So, and then I went up to the region manager and one of the things I've always tried to do is run our teams like a family and I talk about the vector family so many times. Um, very similar to the family that I do have, the family I have of four children and my wife of 28 years. So, it's it's been a a wonderful road. I've been president for the past 12 years. And I was 12 years as a region manager. So, and in between there, I did a role that you also did, Fee, which was called sales promotion manager. So, I have a lot of had have had a lot of different roles with the company. Um, and uh, what what I love about our company is the 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 ability to impact the young people on our team. Yeah, definitely. I've seen that countless times. And I really think it's remarkable that as you're studying accounting and kind of really planning your life path, that all of a sudden this opportunity opens up and you really found your passion and you found it early on. And a lot of people get that opportunity to find that passion really early on. But uh, and, and you were certainly blessed to do it and continue to share that passion with so many, and that's what I admire and respect so much about you. Right. When I think back back at that time, I I had this idea that I was going to be an accountant, and I was supposed to be, and I put that in in quotes. I, w- I was supposed to be an accountant uh, because accountant was you know a, a professional, and I just had this assumptions of what it would be like, but. Um, I never thought I'd be here in that way, in the, in the whole idea of choosing a career path in, in Cutco, but it's, it's turned out fantastic. That it certainly has. Now, you've had so many years. I mean, this is your 36th year in the business, in Vector, and what, what do you know that has changed over the years? What uh, what what I think has changed over the years, of course, is technology and uh, check, te- technology. It's so different running an office and and working with people uh, because of technology. But uh, but what hasn't changed is the the fantastic people that we get an opportunity to work with and 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 the young people that we get a chance to to impact. So. A lot has changed, but a lot ha- hasn't changed in the sense that the, uh, the, the technology is important, but I have found out that, that the relationship that you have with people and how you touch people and how you connect with people, the co- uh, connectivity of, of the people is more important than the, the technology in the world. Certainly is. And... Uh, I know you're such a great relationship builder and a, a, such a wonderful people person. That's why we're talking today about, you know, leading from your generous heart. I want to know what really excites you most, Al, about your job as president and CEO. That's, that's a real good question, See, uh, I, I think the ability to impact young people in our business, I, I've now been at it for 36 years, so... If 
if uh, someone sold Cutco 36 years ago, now their children are selling Cutco, and just the ability to take young people at a uh, very challenging time in their life going through college or very challenging time of going through their 20s and helping them to grow, to develop, to become the best version of them uh, of themselves, and then to see them have families with children, um, whether it be one child, two child, three ch- children, it's uh, it's really, really exciting to see. It's great to see people grow up in our business and the families that they have created in our business. Sure, and that's certainly something that you see along with that personal growth. And I know, I, uh, I think I mentioned this before, but... Um, what I know about Vector and, and speaking with a coaching friend of mine, she said she, she, she has seen no other company like Vector in terms of their commitment to personal growth. And to really provide that mentorship and leadership to people at such an early age when they're formulating their life's plan and, and what they want to do um, is just a really tremendous opportunity for those young people. And I would imagine doing that, Al, on a daily basis with everyone that you work with and the lives that you touch has probably got to be so energizing for you. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, what about challenges, Al? I know um, you've probably seen challenges over the years. Um, what would you s- say or consider is a great, your greatest challenge, and how have you taken steps to overcome those challenges? Well, I, as, as everyone knows, every, every position has challenges. There was different challenges along the way, but I, I have found out the, the biggest challenge is managing and leading myself. And we really do a, a wonderful job of helping people get to the next level and people that are uh, stuck and trying to get them unstuck. And, and sometimes that's challenging. It's kind of like I'm a parent of four children, and I really care about them, and I want to help them to grow, and I want to impact their life, and I want to influence them. And sometimes when they're stuck in a certain spot, to get them unstuck is is quite challenging. But but for me, uh, I often tell people it always reverts back to who we are, and my own challenges are are the ones that I try to work on, so I can be a better person. It's it's kind of like a, a, being a leader in an organization is kind of like being a parent. And when you're a parent, when, you, when you're a great dad, it's because you feel good about yourself. And when someone feels good about themselves, uh, they can Im- feel good with others and impact other people. So just like in our business, when somebody feels good about themselves, they can uh, produce good results in, in, in the cuckoo world. Yeah, that's certainly true in in any world. Certainly the case, and yep. and and kind of taking taking a step there, Al, in growing yourself as president and CEO. I know you've committed to so many different uh, things that you've done over the years. How do you manage and lead yourself to become better on a daily basis? That's a real good question. I, I think I think that I what what I have utilized is the idea that I 
uh, want to have a conscious effort. It's to me, it's about being conscious about having a month of growth or a year growth or uh, a period of growth, and it's it, it, it's more so when you're aware of it that you say, "This is what I want to do. I want to get better in certain areas, and I want to grow and become a better person." You know, that's what it's all about. I also think that um, it's it's really stemmed from trying to know yourself. You know, I'm, I'll be. 57 years old tomorrow, and I think that uh, the the ability to know who you really are is is substantial in understanding the growth. So we can all read books. We can all. Uh, I, I'm a huge fan of John Maxwell, and I, you know, he has um, many books on growth and developing as a leader, but. I think what's important is to understand where we are and to really give a great evalu- evaluation of who we are and what we need, really need to look at and to improve upon. Sure. Personal assessment and, um, you know, I mean, if you think about it, and I always tell my clients this too, 24-7, 365, there's no other person that you're with more than you. And so having and investing time with yourself to really know yourself at the deepest level possible is probably the greatest gift that you can give yourself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it's, uh, it's certainly a really, um, it's certainly a really wonderful uh, opportunity to be able to just continue to be introspective and to continue to be very, reflective and I would imagine that as a leader you have uh, you have opportunities and take opportunities to do such such things right and one, yeah. one of the things that you taught me fee is to ask yourself throughout the day and ask yourself throughout the week of why the question of why and why am I acting this way why am I thinking this way why am I being this way and I I think as you go through day to day when you start asking that question, it, it's very revealing to yourself. So that self-awareness comes to the surface, and that has helped me tremendously in many ways. Great. Well, we've got to take a quick break. You're listening to Direct Connect Empowerment with Fee and my special guest, Al DeLeonardo. on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world and that includes you visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment do you want to directly impact your business results improve the quality of your life learn to empower yourself or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself if so directly connect with Fee Mazanki at Direct Connect Coaching Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. 
Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fee Mazanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. Welcome back, everyone. I know I've had people out there that have said, hey, I want to call into the show, but they get a little shy or nervous about it. So I am welcoming, welcoming you and inviting you to... Give us a call and direct any questions that you may have to our very special guest today, Al DeLeonardo, President and CEO of Vector East. And uh, we are talking about leading from a, with a generous heart and how Al uses his generosity as a leader. And, and Al, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about your heroes and people that you admire and like to emulate as a leader. Can you fill us in on who's a, a person or a, what philosophy that you admire most and, and how you emulate that in your work? Yes. Uh, well, well I, I've had the opportunity to work uh, with uh, someone in our business named Mike Lancelot. Mike was a mentor uh, for me for... 26 years, and uh, we worked together uh, as a team, and he was always my leader in the business. So when I think about what has helped me throughout my career, it is having that mentor that really would work on helping me to grow and helping me to develop in a big way. So um, Mike was different than I was, but, uh, and, and, you know, no two people are the same, but Mike was different in the sense of he really, uh, really focused on the business aspect. I, I focus on the business aspect, of course, but I, I am more focused on the relationships in the business. So he really was a great mentor, really helped me in the business, and I really, really do admire him. We're still great friends today um, after 26 years of working together. The other individual that, that you know, Fee, is, is John Kane, and John and I have been a team. He really is a a great friend and a heart full of love. He really just operates from the mode of really, uh, when you talk to John, you really do feel like you're the only person, okay, that he he's ever speaking to that day. So he really zeroes in. He's in the moment. He's in the now. And he, he's a great leader in our business. Yeah, and, you know, what a great team the two of you make. And one of the things that I admire about watching you, I I feel like when I watch the two of you interact, it's very much like watching brotherly love 
together where you guys are just so authentic with one another. And uh, I think that's just for you, Al, as president and CEO, to have someone like that in the business is so wonderful. Um, and and um, it's just it's just refreshing to see the dynamic between the two of you and how you operate together. And certainly, as you are such a generous leader and, and put relationships first, all of the people that you work with and that surround uh, you in your work will do the same because that's what they learn uh, from you. That's your quality. That's your gift and your quality, and that's what they learn from you. So, um, I do know that that John uh, John definitely shows and demonstrates that as a result of working with you. Right, and and they're saying we attract who we are, and yeah. uh, you know if if uh, if relationships are important to you, you all attract people that relationships are important to them. Absolutely, sure. How about inspiration, Al? As president, how is it that you get inspired to go to work each day? That's a real good question. What 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 inspires me to to go to work each day after thirty six years is the idea of giving back. I I feel so appreciative of what the business has given to me and so lucky that I fell upon the Cutco opportunity. And for me, I have seen how my life has developed and grown and I I see the life I have created and I can't imagine it uh, not being with, uh, with the opportunity that I have. So because I... Uh, started out, at, like I said, as a, a college student with low self, self-esteem with not a lot of financial backing to where I am now. Uh, it has helped me so, so much that, that the skills for life that I developed and the mega skills that I developed in the business, I really want other people to develop. Uh, the greatest thing that I have in my role is when I sit down with an individual on a one-on-one basis. And that's that's really what inspires me. That's really what keeps me going when you can talk to people. And, and when you walk away and say, wow, uh, the, the thoughts that I had and the concepts and ideas that I had and the influence that I had on that person even surprised me. It's kind of like it's uh, a voice is speaking through you. But it, it really, really, the inspiration comes from just, just helping other people. Sure, it comes from your generous heart, of course, and it it it, it does come through you. And and when you get out of the way, when you get out of the the way of uh, what you should say or you know can say or saying things the right way, and just allow that inspiration to flow, it really makes a big difference. And I know you're so good at doing that and just letting it just flow. Uh, regularly, especially in those one-on-one meetings. And I I often love when you can talk to people and you help them to understand themselves. Like you say things that or ask questions that get them to uh, figure out the answers. So I I love it when you sit down with someone and they're kind of stuck and you talk to them and just by not giving advice, but more so by asking questions and and trying to help them figure out where they are so they can continue along the road of uh, reaching their potential. 
Yeah, and great question asking is oftentimes a lost art because people want to talk about themselves so much. And I think people are very hungry for having their voices heard. And so by sitting down and and just really, as you said, being present and very focused on the now and asking those questions that are questions of of you know interest to them and about them I think is a real real gift that you you definitely bring to others thank you well uh, you know the, I, I think about my children and it's even hard to do, it's harder to do that with children you know when you when you talk to them because as a as a parent you want to tell them everything and I have four children from 15 uh, to 25 and i still i still try to fight the urge to tell them everything and to mm-hmm. ask questions and have them figure uh the solutions out yeah but what an empowering way to do it is to ask them questions and to empower them to make those choices and decisions and sometimes they lead to difficulties or obstacles but that's where those growth opportunities for our children come from and so it's all all very important, kind of a tricky dynamic, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, very tricky with 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 your children is very tricky. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you if your current wise self, now that you're turning fifty seven tomorrow, if your current wise self could give your younger self advice, and this is for our listeners who may be either in college or. Uh, just just finishing up college. I mean, this is a big graduation time, a wonderful time to uh, get involved in the Cutco opportunity because because it's such a great experience to be able to learn about yourself as you're learning about the business. Uh, but if you can do that, Al, your wise self could give your younger self advice. What would you say, and what would you want yourself to know that that younger you to know? Yeah, I, I would probably, uh, the advice, and I, I, I have a wonderful opportunity to speak to hundreds of, hundreds of college students at our, at our events when they work with us during the, the summer or throughout the year. And I think, uh, the advice that I give to them is very similar, and that is to, to be yourself. When, I was in college, and I uh, going back to even high school. When I was in high school, and I was in college, there's such a a tremendous energy that I put into my life of trying to fit in and trying to be something I I wasn't. So there's a there's a tremendous amount of freedom that comes from being yourself. And when I when I start doing things like I'm supposed to be doing them or, um, you know, that's how a president is supposed to do things, that's when I get in a jam. And I often say you just got to be yourself. That's who you are. You're not like anyone else in the company, and yourself is good enough. So the advice I would have to young people is that yourself is good enough and, you know, and to be yourself. The other thing I would, uh, piece of advice is I would, I would say to my younger self, focus on your traits and the positive traits that you have and focus on what you do have and not on what you don't have. 
because even in my younger days, that tended to happen. So I would focus, instead of focusing on my potential of who I am and, and my great, you know, assets that I might have, I focus more so on what I was lacking or what I wasn't good at. Yeah. What really wise advice. And again, if you think about it, I'm a parent of a college student. And if you're standing before hundreds or thousands of college students and saying these words to them, you know, be yourself and focus on your gifts and talents rather than the lack of. Um, those are some those are some really powerful words of advice and and definitely wise words uh, to give and and it's interesting I was I'm in the recruiting process with my daughter who's looking at colleges and she's getting recruited so I sat with a coach yesterday and we talked a lot about how we play roles in our lives and and it reminded me of what you just said there Al of you know, how you thought you should be this way. And she's a volleyball player. And he, he asked her, do you feel like you should be this way? Or is that who you are? And again, I think that's a really wonderful and powerful um, experience to bring, you know, as a volleyball coach to say, hey, you don't have to put on a front here and pretend that you're, you know, a strong leader or very joyful on the court. That's that is who she is, and so he was asking her to confirm that to him if that was the truth or if she was just playing a role. And I, I, I certainly it, it it struck a chord with me. And it you know it says we we don't really have to play roles. I mean we get trapped in them. You get trapped in roles of you know what the president looks like or should look like. And uh, it's interesting to know that it's okay just to be you, all of you every part, you know? Right, and that, that, that's a really good point. It's not only being yourself, but it's uh, an acceptance that be, be, being yourself is good enough. Sure. Like I, think, I, I think personal growth is important, but sometimes I meet people that are so much into personal growth, and I often say, well, what's wrong with who you are right now? You know, right. and the whole idea of being yourself and you are good, uh, good enough right now. Now, we all want to improve and we all want to get better, but the basis of it, the basic foundation of it is that you, you are good enough. Absolutely. And, and, you know, that recognizing that greatness within um, is something that certainly you showcase that and bring that to the people that you work with. Very, it's very much a gift and talent that you share with others. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, what What is it that you would say, Al, is that you're most proud of both in and out of the business? Um, I, I would say what I'm most proud of uh, out, out of the business is my family. I, I have a wonderful wife, Madeline, and we've been married for 28 years. I have four children. Uh, Madeline's 25. Gabe's uh, 23, um, and Julian's 18, and Magella's 15, and they go from freshman in high school to grad school, and we're just a wonderful family. So what I'm very proud of outside the business is 
the greatest work that I have done outside the business is my family. So we created a great life, and uh, we have a lot of fun together. Uh, in the business, I'm very proud of the teams that I have developed. The, the same, uh, I call it the Vector family, the same uh, feel that I, I incorporate in my family and the same traits that I try to teach my family, the core values. I try to do that with the teams that I have worked with in, in the business. So uh, growing, developing, happy people that, that have wonderful lives with us. And that's what it's all about. Yeah, it's certainly, and your family is, I know your family, and uh, certainly a beautiful, uh, very generous family as well. Um, I want to talk, we're going to take a break here in a couple minutes, but I want to talk to you about different types of leaders that you've seen over the years and uh, different types of leadership styles. If you can address like some of the different leadership styles that you've seen, just in a couple quick minutes before we take a break and then we'll come back. Um, but just tell us about that, like different types of leaders that you've worked with and what you've seen and witnessed over the years. Well, I, I, I think in 36 years in the business, uh, you, uh, you know, you get an opportunity to work with all different types of leaders. And one of the things I tell people as I um, work with them on leadership is the, the whole idea of it's okay to be different from someone else. And, and the whole idea of that you have to think of yourself. So sometimes when you, you ask a leader why they're successful, they will say, intelligence, or they will say work ethic, or they will say relationships. And what I found out is that for me, my insight into it is it's not the same for everyone. And it's about finding the traits that are best in you and bringing them to the surface. So if you find that trait, and that trait might be intelligence, um, and that helps you as a leader then that's that's what you want to want to do. It might be work ethic, and and as a young manager, I remember working many 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 hours to uh, to I guess compensate in some way for for other things. But I knew if I worked hard, I could eventually move up in the company. And then other people, it's relationships. So there's different types of leaders, but I I think the most uh, important leader is one who understands themselves and feels good about being a leader because when you feel good you help to make other people feel good yeah and that definitely shows and here here we come same same message same underlying theme here is all about taking your gifts and talents whatever those gifts and talents are showcasing them and really attracting those types of people or those those types of things and being comfortable and accepting and self-accepting of that leadership trait or quality that you own or that you have and that you you know that you possess so um it's all we're, we're seeing a real common theme here and in, in accept and, and be comfortable with who you are and uh, your god-given gifts and talents that you have here while you're on earth right yeah All right, we're going to take another quick break, and we'll be right back. Thanks for joining us. (music) 
live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you want to directly impact your business results, improve the quality of your life, learn to empower yourself, or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself? If so, directly connect with Fee Mazanke at Direct Connect Coaching. Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. What does creme de la creme mean? It's the greatness of living, the willingness to be the best. It's living beyond what you know is possible with no limitation. Access Consciousness presents Creme de la Creme, a program that empowers you to choose and create the life you would like to have and entices you into being who you are, not who others would have you be. It's the best of the best. It's the finer things in life. It's brilliant. It's fun. It's exciting. Join us for Creme de la Creme every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fee Zanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back. Um, we're with Al DeLeonardo today, and we're talking about leading from a generous heart. And Al, I was blessed with the opportunity to attend your office staff's Thanksgiving luncheon this past Thanksgiving. Um, tell us some of the favorite activities you do to show appreciation to those who you work with. Sure. Um, we're very big on uh, in our company and in the office that I work with in in to uh, celebration. And when I think about celebration, uh, we just celebrate all kinds of events. So any holiday is a big holiday here. Uh, we have a wonderful Thanksgiving luncheon where everybody makes something and brings it in. It's a few days before actual Thanksgiving, and we just go around the room and and talk about what we're thankful for that year. It's just a a great event, and it really uh, causes a bond between us as as a a work family in a big way. Uh, We also have something called a uh, a birthday celebration. It's usually the day before someone's birthday. Um, We have you know a lunch, a cake, and and we play something called the birthday game. So it's a, a it's a lot of fun, and it's a game we play where you try to guess celebrities' birthdays. So you pick five people uh, who are celebrities. Somebody picks them off of the computer and who celebrated a birthday, and the one that gets closest to figuring out all the birthdays wins the game. So it's a lot of fun. And then uh, the other thing that we do, which uh, I learned from you, Fee, uh, is the idea of celebrating your birthday you uh, anyone who works here gets their birthday off so uh, it is something I learned from you you told me many years ago to take my birthday off and to celebrate myself 
and uh, I thought it'd be great to do it one step further, and we allow uh, our people to take their birthdays off and the, and the staff here and celebrate them their their self. It always started from the idea that if you go to work on your birthday, you know, you get home at 6 o'clock and the day flies by so fast. So we give people an opportunity to uh, have their birthday off. So it's just a, a great thing. I, I love birthdays. I started out as uh, a parent, and birthdays were very important and still are very important on our family. When the children were younger, they were always big events and celebrating their life and their date of their birth. Sure. And one of the things, and I'm so, so grateful, Al, that you took that birthday concept because I always ask when, when people's birthdays are, when, when I'm coaching people. And, um, and when, if somebody ever says to me, Hey, I'm just, it's just another day. There's really, you know, I'm not doing much. I, I really ask them to say, Hey, wait a minute. That doesn't demonstrate to, the universe or the world that you're, you, you know, you're recognizing you, who, you for who you are. And that's really, it came down to, to me, um, really kind of having a pity party for myself on my own birthday because it's right before Christmas. And I said, gosh, I always have to just, you know, shop and wrap gifts for people uh, right before Christmas on my birthday. And then I said, well, wait a minute. No, you, that's a choice. You don't have to do that. And so I started to you know, really change my thinking and change my mind about the birthday concept and sharing that with my clients. And and you've taken it a step further. And I certainly know that all of your uh, great team that are in the office, they're really appreciative of the fact that you took that concept and carried it further for everyone to celebrate. And what a, you know, what, again, what a great legacy that you leave as president to, to say, I honor you enough to say you're you're special and important enough to take your birthday off, and so I uh, I really think that's a wonderful concept that you have you've taken and and run with. So I'm, I'm appreciative you. of that. Thank you, Fee. I, I learned it from you. And <laughs> you, you know, when people look back at our their birthdays in our office, they look back as wonderful days. It wasn't just another day because because they have the time off and because they can plan something. Uh, spending time with their family and spending time with their loved ones, it makes it an even better day. It sure does. And it, again, it's all about the relationships. And if if you haven't heard, Al certainly is into building relationships and, and making people feel special. So one of, uh, one of my favorite stories that you shared with me recently, a few months back when it was very snowy in, in the wintertime, uh, you and I were catching up and you were telling me about how you got stuck in Florida uh, due to the major snowstorms that were back east. And so you decided at that time, because you couldn't get a flight out because it was such a bad snowstorm, to take your son and several of his friends to a really exclusive steakhouse. I, I don't remember which one, but it, you were in Miami at the time and your son going to school down there. Um, I just, that that struck me, Al, because again, it, it shows the de- generosity that you have and you really, really relished in the fact that you had that chance due to that snowstorm to 
take these college kids who are used to eating dorm food or mac and cheese from a box and take them to a wonderful restaurant and enjoy the night with them. And I wanted to ask you, is the freedom to be able to serve others in such a generous capacity something that drives you regularly? Uh, of course. Uh, I, I was in Florida at that time, and my I was talking to my daughter, Madeline, and I was stuck for a, a number of days, and the days kept going on. And she said to me, uh, there's some reason why you're down there. Figure out why, what it is and, and go towards it. So I started thinking that uh, there's a lot of friends that Joyan has. Uh, my son Joyan goes to the University of Miami, and I really don't know them, so I said, Julian, why don't you get all your friends together and uh, I'll take them to dinner. So it, it really is wonderful, the life that I have, that you can give back to others like that. And it, it does drive me. Uh, it, it was a wonderful night just hearing their stories and getting to know them and, and really getting to know uh, my son even better through their eyes and what, what he was like. But uh, it's just a, a, I have the great ability to do that. Yeah, and, and I know there was so much joy and passion that you hmm. had when you told me that story, and I, I certainly wanted to share that story with the listeners so that they could understand your generosity and how you like to just spread that out to so many others. And these were these were kids that you didn't even know. And you took them not just out to dinner, but to a really nice exclusive restaurant. So yep. I just wanted I wanted to make sure they knew that. Yeah. Um, what can you tell me, Al, about what you know about what happens when you give from your heart? What are the benefits of that? Well, I I I think the benefits are, you know, it's it's a what you talk about the boomerang effect. It just makes me feel so good that I could do do things like that. And I I I love to give surprises when when people don't expect something. So um, I have this little exercise that I do that sometimes uh, when I uh, aren't. When I'm not feeling the greatest about myself, I think of five people that are having a more challenging time than I am. And I write their names down, and then I spend that week either doing something for them or calling them and talking to them and giving, giving time. So it's not always, uh, it's not always you know, uh, material things at all. Uh, sometimes it's the smallest things that you remember somebody and you do something nice for them in a big way. Um, my mom, my mom, and uh, I, you know a lot of stories about my mom. My mom really was, she would give you, she li- literally would give you the shirt off her back. And she had a love of uh, chocolate, Milky Way bars. And I, I always thought it was so great. You would think you were giving her a diamond from Tiffany's when you got her a Milky Way bar and gave it to her. And I remember that feeling, you know, that feeling that when you got her a Milky Way bar and thought of her, she she would be so excited by it. So it was simple. It's the little things, and those are the things that I like to give. And what a great point, Al, that you made about 
really saying when you weren't, when you're not feeling great about yourself, rather than wallowing in that and and just having self pity, you are serving others. You find you write the list of five down and you serve others, and that is certainly a great way to take yourself out of that that predicament or that space that you're in because it 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 is a boomerang of again spreading joy sending it out there especially when you don't have it especially when it's when you feel like it's lacking or you think that it's lacking in your own world and just giving to others then fills your cup back up and and it's such a great reminder to listeners i i did it over the weekend i was feeling a, a bit sad because i wasn't in a Mother's Day celebration with my mom or with my mother-in-law because I was at a volleyball tournament with my daughter. Happy to be with my daughter, wonderful time, but I was sad that I wasn't able to celebrate with uh, my mother-in-law or mother. And so one of the things that was, I said, I, I want to be able to fill up other people because I, you know, I wanted to feel that joy and love and, you know, spread that. And so I got flowers for the moms on the volleyball team as a gesture to say thanks to them. And and I didn't do it. My daughter, I had my daughter give it to their, their, the teammates to give to the moms, but it was just something that I knew because I was feeling a little bit down. I wanted to be able to spread, you know, spread it out and spread the spread the love out, and and that's what you're saying there. And I think that's right. such a wonderful concept. Yeah, right. I, I I have a nephew Jordan, and he's in Las Vegas at Nellis Air Force Base, and I went to visit him, and he was talking about how hard it is to live away from his family. And uh, I I I said, here's what I do when I'm I'm you know feeling down. Okay, I start to think of five people, and I. It really gets you totally out of yourself. So it's not about you in any way. And and he has done that so many times, and he said it really, really helps him, uh, that he doesn't focus on him being, you know, away from his family, and he focuses on, on giving rather than, you know, all about himself. Rather than d- the difficulty, yeah. Yeah, so, so I, I don't know where I learned it, uh, but it is... Anybody can do it, and that's a great, great idea. What a wonderful tool that you have brought to the listeners today. Really, really appreciate that. Um, We only have a couple minutes left, so if you can just wrap up with us today, what is the legacy that you wish to leave, Al? Well, the legacy I I wish to leave is is, uh, that I created a great family both in and outside the business and and that i i just really help people bring out the best who they are and we create a great lifestyles and great family and that's my legacy that's what i want to do wonderful and you're certainly doing that and i would encourage any of our listeners who have uh, students or high school seniors or college students to check out the Vector Opportunity. It's really a great one, as you can hear about uh, the leader, one of the leaders. There's there's uh, Bruce Goodman out west. And so um, I really appreciate your time today, Al. Wish you a very, very happy birthday. Thank you so much Thank for you. being such a special guest. And for our men and women who serve our great country, we give our heartfelt thanks to all of you. 
thanks to our listeners for being so great and so warm and welcoming for our show. I wish you all a joyful week and throw out a great boomerang and make sure you uh, email me to let me know how it's going. Have a great week. Thank you again for joining us this week on Direct Connect Empowerment. Fima Zanke will be back with another guest next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you then. We'll see you then.